Awesome. Well, welcome everybody. Uh, my name is Shauna. I'm actually one of the leaders at uh, Downtown Christian Church here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. I want to just welcome you all to our podcast. Um, with me today, I've got a lovely Haley. I also have the lovely Brittany. And we also have the lovely Peggy. Oh my gosh, all of your names and in why. <laughs> awesome. I am so, I, so first of all, thanks ladies for, for joining us today. Um, I wanted it to be like an all-female panel just because that's how I roll. Girl power. Um, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, to, tonight we're actually getting together. We're um, talking about uh, Chris's message from this past Sunday where he talked about flesh versus spirit. And it was such an amazing message. Um, we all just kind of jotted down notes. Um, you know, uh, Brittany, I know you said you listened to it a couple of times because it was so good getting ready this morning and everything. And so we're just going to kind of powwow together, ladies, and we're just going to share how um, how the sermon ministered to us, how we're applying it to our lives, things about the sermon that maybe challenged us um, to, to go deeper into God and what he has for us. And um, the first thing I'd like to do is um, the scripture that Chris started out with is Galatians 5.17. And uh, uh, the scripture actually says, So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are constantly fighting each other so that you're not free to carry out your good intentions. Just listening to this verse, it's 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 there's a lot in there that you can actually dissect almost sentence by sentence. You can really dissect and and reflect on that and kind of examine your own heart according to the scripture. But the thing that kind of stuck out to me the most was when the scripture says that there's two forces and they're constantly fighting each other. And I know that we hear the, you know, the war against the, um, the spirit versus the flesh. And it always seems to, it's always in the mind. The battlefield is a hundred percent in the mind. And so that's, that's what our conversation today is going to pretty much be based on is, um, what it's like actually to, you know, be Christian women in the world today. And when we're warring against, uh, the flesh and the spirit, and how do we know if it's flesh? How do we know if it's spirit? How do we cave, um, not cave, but how do we um, how do we become more spiritually led versus caving to the desires of our flesh? And um, so, one of the things, though, just to begin, is with this warfare that that we're in constantly. Um, actually, let's do this. What let, let's just be candid and let's talk about like what is it like in our daily lives to constantly have that those two forces opposing one another and be fighting with one another and honestly are we really um aware of it as we go throughout our day like do you guys have any examples of what that might be like in your daily walk yeah so i would say that um i think the deeper i go in my relationship with god it it the more aware I am. So I feel like the more my walk grows and my journey, like I am more aware and I'm able to be like, whoa, 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 what am I doing? I'm, I, it's like, I took it from God and I'm like, oh, I got it. And it's like, oh, whoa, whoa, sorry. Here you go. Here you go. Jesus, take it back. I can't do this in my own strength. Yeah. So, um, I think honestly, the, clo the stronger your walk is, the more you, you continue going on this, you know, journey, um, the more aware you get. Um, but as an example, um, 
just being, I mean, let's say at work, being stressed mm-hmm. out, you, you know, you have all these, you know, people relying on you and things right. you got to get done. And, um, and you, you know, you're getting a little bit of anxiety and sometimes it's so easy to feel that and not give it to God and just kind of try to take it into your own self. And, um, for me, when I start to feel that, you know, the little bit of anxiety, the pressure in your chest, the, also I'm like, Whoa, what am I doing? God has me. I can do this. God's called me to this. I am not alone in this. God, you know, I, Lord, I repent. Mm-hmm. Take this back. Help me with this. Do you feel like it's more of a when you feel like, um, like the flesh might be winning? Mm-hmm. Is it? Do you? Is your like? Is your instinct to take control over that whole situation? Uh, yeah, to take control of the situation. Um, I also get a little bit like. I think my default sometimes is. Chris talked about being a victim. I get a little bit victim-y. Mm. I get a bit like, woe is me. This is all on me. You know, um, nobody understands this. And, you know, I have this. And so for me, I think I get a little bit, um, yeah, like, like I guess victim-y. Not necessarily that I'm necessarily trying to control. You also try to control, though, as well. I do try to control because I'm trying to protect myself. Mm-hmm. But again, it's still always in the perception that I'm like a victim. So when I start noticing that in myself, too, it makes me stop as well. I'm like, I am not a victim. I'm more than a conqueror. Um, and I give it back to God. So that's kind of how I relate to it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you ladies? I think more for me is, um, I'd say more emotional. Like when I, I can tell when I, uh, my flesh or my spirit, when my flesh is more controlling is when I am really emotional, when I am allowing my emotions to control what I'm doing in a situation instead of being like, well, I feel this way. So that's true mm, and that's yeah, right yep. because I feel this and so yeah that that means that's it and even in a situation or even sometimes disagreements or arguments you might have with a person or a spouse or even your child that you think well this is how I'm feeling in this like you disrespected me or you did this so this is valid for me to be this mm. way this is valid I'm okay I'm allowed to be like this yeah. because you're, you're doing this to me mm. and you're making me feel like this so I think with me, it's more like I I go and I think I can validate the fact that, oh, it's okay for me to be in my flesh right now because I feel this way or I'm feeling upset, hurt, angry. So I think that's where I do that. But mm-hmm. I also think too, um, what Brittany said also with the, the more you dig deeper into relationship with God, the more you start to see yourself doing that. And then you're like, Catching whoa, yeah. you know? And a lot of times too, like I think um, I, when I, am fearing I, I my a lot of my emotion is more fear when I'm fear-based and I'm you know allowing my flesh to run that way I I want to react in that and the more I grow the more I'm like whoa what am I doing is this mm. me being is this how God is you know right. is this how my spirit would react or is this how Haley would react yep. my flesh would react so it's it's funny because I tend to be kind of both like you ladies yeah. like um, I'll try to control it in my mm-hmm. own strength. Mm-hmm. And then when I feel like I still can't control it in my own strength, especially with work and stuff like that, or, you know, just trying to do everything. Yes. You know, trying yep. to, as a woman, I want to be successful in the business world. I want to be successful at home. Mm-hmm. I want my house to look a certain way. I want to mm-hmm. be successful in the lives of my kids. I want to be successful with my marriage. I want to yes. be successful in, in, you know, even like 
working out and being healthy yes. and things like that. And then it feels like I can't do it all. The balance is hard. Yes. <laughs> and so I, I tend to want to, tr I try to control. And then if I can't control, I start, it's, it turns into like an anxiety ridden thing. Mm -hmm. That's when my emotions really start. Yeah. And then depression happens and all of that stuff. And it starts to sink you into this hole. Yes. 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 And and also, again, like some of that, like, again, victimizing yourself of like, I can't do all this, so I must be garbage or yes. you know what I mean? Like yeah. even self self-deprecation, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Which then we're speaking lies over ourselves yes. and the enemy's winning even further yes. because he's getting us to speak with our own mouths those lies. Right. Well, and something I want to say about that was speaking lies or whatever. It's just, just like a little something I think is so crazy because sometimes we don't even realize how much he disguises himself mm -hmm. and how much his disguise. This is actually me and my son were watching a Christian, um, a Christian show. And it was about this little boy who didn't do something his parents, you know, said. And so he, something bad happened and the devil came and disguised himself and was whispering to him all these lies. And he kept like, yeah, you're right. My parents will never forgive me. You know, and all these different things that he was believing because the devil disguised it in this, happy this happy nice person and the second he rose up and he started declaring who he was mm -hmm. as a child of god then all of a sudden the devil's true face like came to be of who he was and sometimes i think it's so interesting it was just so profound like even this child show it was so profound to me to watch this and be like oh my word how many times in our life and how much is it that he disguises himself that we start to believe that we that it's us right. that it's not even the devil anymore it's oh no but we believe this about ourselves right. we think this about ourselves and it's not it's him disguising himself in this said making us believe and i think um really to kind of even overcome some of that too is even what Dave was saying like it's a choice for us to start to stand up and to take our authority to say no this is who i am and to speaking that because it always instantly just puts the devil down. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He can't go. He can't go past that. Once, once you declare and use your authority to what that is, he has no. He has no ring. He has nothing left. Right. So I just think it's like interesting sometimes, that like how deep we can put ourselves in these holes because of his disguising of the lies that he can continue yeah, right. to mm -hmm. yeah. and speak. And to I us. think that's what when Chris was talking about even the humbling yourself. Yep. Like like to stop when you are catching it, to stop and to humble yourself and to declare it out loud. Lord, I humble myself before you. I'm sorry I put myself and my flesh and the lies of the enemy before you and what you've told me that, I, that I'm that i already redeemed, I'm already righteous, I already am, a, I'm more than a conqueror. So I think that that action of speaking it aloud and, and saying, nope, I, Lord, I humble myself, I give it to you and yep. I am more than a conqueror. And I, you know what I mean? That I think that's very, that was profound to me when he was saying that, that we need to say it out loud. We need to do yeah. that and, and to do it every day. And then like he was saying, even not even every, he does it daily, but sometimes you're repenting and you're doing it hourly, every five minutes, depending on what you're going through, you know? So. Right. And what about you, Peggy? Like, have you, I'm sure you have experienced those moments, like warring between like, you know, the, your carnal life and your spirit life. And like, what have you um, been able to recognize throughout those? Like, have what is it like for you when you recognize like the enemy is lying to me and I'm, I'm kind of agreeing with these lies or I'm behaving based on these lies? Right. Um, <clears throat> well, I, well, like right now, the, uh, I'm not, I'm not working anymore. So 
I'm with my husband 24-7. So, <laughs> it's challenging um, in itself. It is, it is challenging. <laughs> and, you know, we get to uh, on each other's nerves. And yet, you, you know, you, you realize that I'm walking in the flesh because he loves me. I love him. But yet we can, you know. Yeah. And uh, he's in my way because I'm wanting to work out <laughs> and he's not. And, you know, I'm wanting to whatever. Right. I'm what I'm not watching TV and he is and what have you. So um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Just in those moments, like in those moments, like, so when you're irritated, like with your husband, like, what is that lie that the enemy yeah. is telling you? And then, you know, it's the enemy. So it's like, no, he loves me. I love him. We're going to get along. We're going to have a great day yeah. today. Yeah. And so um, it's probably the lie of like, Oh, he doesn't like you said. Like he doesn't really love me, or he's well, no, you know I, he doesn't. I know he does. He does well. Then <laughs> maybe maybe that he's just like you know that he is insensitive, or that he's not thinking about your feelings. And it's really it's like no, we're both just we're you yeah, know we're, we're just, just living. We're and, learning to to mm-hmm. live differently now. Yeah. So I think that's and it's been a challenge, you know. Right. So that's my challenge right now. So I, and I and think his too. That's what's I guess kind of cool about marriage is you're, it's always evolving. There's always mm-hmm. growing. Yes. Yeah. Like yep. you're always uh, figuring each other out and mm-hmm. you know, it's a never ending, never changing perspective of right. life. And so I love though, because I like going on like the journey with my husband, even though there's times where it's really hard. So I like watching you and your husband because like you guys to me are couples goals. And I just see the both of you and like you're both dressed sharp and you're both good looking. And I'm like, that's where and they're fun. Like you can tell that you you guys really do enjoy each other. And so it's awesome to hear that you're you're like, okay, even though we get on each other's nerves. Yeah. Yeah. But we do. We love we have fun together. Yeah. But it's just learning now 24 seven and how to balance that. Yeah. So that's awesome. That's awesome. And that like we've mentioned quite a few times about um, lies. And, you know, Chris talked about how the the enemy in the Bible talks about this, how the enemy is the father of all lies. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, Haley, I want to touch base a little bit more with you, too, because yeah. you brought up emotions and that's women. We're emotional. Yes. We are emotional beings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Us and the Holy Spirit are the only ones called help me. <laughs> and I feel like the Holy Spirit is just as emotional. <laughs> As we are, you know, it's it's the Holy Spirit that brings us to like when we're worshiping and brings us to tears, tears yeah. you know. And so um, I wanted to touch base, too, because I think that we all could relate to what you go through as well. Like when you feel justified in feeling a certain way, like yep. what are things that that you might do to to change your perspective when you feel justified? Well, this is something I'm still growing in and learning <laughs> in because it's, it's, I, it's it a journey, is, yeah. especially my personality and who I am. I'm a more, you know, heads on person. I, I'm not a retreat person. I'm more like my father in that. And I'm a head on you <laughs> yes. know, person with it. And so I, I literally said this to my husband one time. I said, because of my personality, I'm, I constantly have to go to God more than mm. maybe even the average person because it's so easy for me to be triggered. It's so easy for me to be like, well, I didn't like that. Mm. Wait, what did you just say? No, I don't want to hear that. I don't like how that is going. So honestly, I think the biggest thing is, is like constantly just running to God in that Mm. and constantly having that in the back of my mind. Like sometimes it's like, yeah, you're not going to be perfect and nobody's going to be perfect overnight and it's not just going to change. Right. And it's just a fact of even like sometimes lately knowing 
I'm in that moment doing that. Also, I'm like, whoa, Haley, stop. What are you doing? And are you, again, are you operating in your flesh or are you operating in your spirit? Right. And it really makes you just kind of sit back and be like, all right, how about I think about what I'm going to say yeah. before I just react yeah. and say it? Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like in that, in the heat of the moment yep. is, do I care more about being right or about having a right relationship yes. with this person? Yes. And so I think yes. it sounds like it's kind of what you do when you're like, whoa, Haley, wait a minute mm-hmm. is. And it's almost even in yourself, like even with myself, I can do the same thing. Oh. And sometimes not even with other people, but it can even be the yeah. same with yourself, too, yeah. you know, like because I'm that very reactive mm-hmm. person. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, um, like for myself, I when I feel like I, I'm trying to control so many things and I, I guess I'm a quite that perfectionism thing sucks so bad. (laughs) But that's something I struggle with is like this false idea in my head. And I think a lot of girls, we Mm -hmm. have the same thing where um, I, I'm 44. Why do not, why, how comes I don't look like JLo? <laughs> What's up with that? You know, or why am I not having this person perfect relationship with all three of my kids? And yep. why am I not doing this in my life? And, you know, I think a comparison, mm. but I think be the perfectionism. And I think that's kind of one of the lies that I get yes. trapped in yes. is you have to be perfect in order to be loved. You have to be perfect in order to be valuable, yeah. you know, and, and then when I'm not those things, that's when the enemy creeps in and he's like, yep. see, you're not worthy. Yeah. I would say, um, another speaking on emotions on a different level. And in one of the lies, I get what I guess you could call quote unquote mom guilt. Oh. Whereas for like, am I spending enough time with my kids or I'm spending more time with this one, but not this one. And, and that maybe I'm not doing enough and not being a good enough mom while also working or if I give more here, then I'm letting something down here. And I feel like, um, and so the, that can make me very mm-hmm. emotional and um, down on myself and guilt. So I feel like guilt in general, guilt yeah. is a lie from the enemy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when I start going down that road, I even had to stop saying, um, I feel like I've really, God's been t- speaking to my heart not to say like, oh, I have mom guilt. Oh, I just, I just have mom guilt. Like I kind of was always using that phrase and God's like, guilt is not from me. So mm. don't even keep it in, in, in the same sentence as mom. You know what I mean? You can, yeah. you're a, you're a child of God. You're a good mom. I don't need to be saying I have mom guilt. So, yeah. um, I think that's another lie that I think women tend to walk into is that they, you know, with that not being able to balance at all, that they feel guilt somewhere. Right. And so I've been really going to God with, um, if I start feeling some kind of like, nope, this is, this is not the truth. This is, you know what I mean? And, and just asking God for wisdom, grace Mm -hmm. and, and peace in the situation. And I think it's important too, when you're struggling, like, you know, I'm believing lies. I think it's really important to just stop and ask, ask the Lord, like, what is your truth? Yes. What do you say about this right now? Yes. And, um, I know myself, I don't, I don't do that often enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, it's weird. It's, there's a false sense of comfort and a false sense of peace and allowing yourself to kind of go into the doldrums of life and to feel like that pity party, you know, like I'm just gonna lock myself in my room and eat Cheetos and And, watch Netflix and and watch. Yeah. And not deal with anything. And, um, and that again is like, we're just succumbing to the desires of our flesh when the spirit has got, he's got so much more for us, you know? And, and honestly, um, when we're doing that, we're just being victims. Mm -hmm. It's one thing if you need to do it to recharge so Mm -hmm. that you can actually go out and people the next day. Yes. (laughs) But it's another thing to just make your bed and lie in it and just dwell in it, you know? Yeah. So, um, 
That's good. Yeah, I like that. I'm going to check back into my notes too to see what else <laughs> is in here. Um, oh, that's another thing too. So when you believe in lies, you know, the enemy is very prideful. Lucifer fell because of pride. There was iniquity yeah. found in him. So if we're believing his lies, I don't think it's, a, I think if you're believing in his lies, then you have to partner with his pride. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? So um, Chris was talking about how, you know, pride keeps us from not wanting to be accountable. Mm. And um, there was something, I can't remember what it was too, because I think you were talking about it, Haley, but it was like, it was a pride thing, but ne needing to be accountable and yeah. how, you know, pride, unfortunately, it keeps us away from- yeah, It doesn't want to be held accountable. Yeah, yes. it doesn't want to be held accountable, but accountability here, like with- within the church or with your own friends, with your family, it's so important because A, the those that you love who are going to hold you accountable, they're doing it because they love you and because they don't want you to stay stuck in a place that you're not supposed to. Mm -hmm. And um, and then it's very important too um, because accountability, ultimately, pride keeps us all divided, but accountability, it actually, it's an act of humility, but it keeps us all together unified mm -hmm. in that. And so I wanted just to, you know, go through, Haley, I know you shared a lot about, you know, how, like how you humble yourself, but yeah. um, what are some other ways that, that you ladies might, um, if you feel like either pride rising up, how do you humble yourself? So I also think that pride is, um, it, it's also a lack of faith, I think as well. It's like, I, I'm, I'm holding That's up in good. pride because I don't want to be wrong. And I'm really doing that because I don't have, I'm not having enough faith that God can take me through sometimes. So is it like that you don't have enough faith or that you have faith in the wrong thing? For me, for me, pride is always a self-protection mechanism. Mm. So okay. for me, it's not that I'm like, oh, I think I know what I'm doing all the time. It's always a, I don't want to be wrong because if I'm wrong, I'm bad um, mentality. So I, I feel like that's a, it's a self-protection. I'm trying to protect myself. Um, and then as far as, I will say this, as far as accountability, again, I'm, I'm going to go with either a spouse, having mm -hmm. your spouse be that accountability. Like, what are you doing? Why are you trying to like argue this yeah. right now? Why are you trying to be right? Right. Um, that I think a spouse is a great accountability partner. And that's, that's one of my accountabilities. Um, and then for me, Chris is also one of my accountabilities as he is not only my father, but, um, we work together. So, mm -hmm. um, so when he sees me kind of like, why am I trying to rise up to be right in this situation? He'll be like, whoa, what are you doing? Right. And then it's like, okay, I can be wrong. That doesn't mean I'm bad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. And, and, um, and it, as much as like, yeah, you people, we shy away from accountability because we don't, we don't want to be wrong. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be, because if that makes us feel bad. So, yeah. um, I think it, I mean, it totally helps us grow and get to the next level and the next level so that it's easier and easier to not continue to step in that pride as consistently. Yeah. So well, even accountability too, I think also too, we don't want to feel like we're already not doing enough, mm. you know, accountability, yeah. at least that's how a lot of times I take it like, oh, well, if I'm accountable for something and someone it's like, well, what am I, am I not doing enough now? What am I, you know, it's always, it always makes like, sometimes I feel like we look at it that way of like that either being wrong or not doing enough or not mm. doing something right. You know, and I think another way too is just is opening up that word. Yeah, is opening yeah. up that word. I know it's so simple and so you know it's, it's always it's not talked a bad about noise, word, but mm. it's not. It's opening up that Bible and really just getting in the word. Yeah, because honestly, all of those are 
all that those truths just always defeat the lies yeah. always mm-hmm. it is that easy and i know it's such a simple thing but it really is it's just sometimes of like sometimes somebody else or another person can't always help you and the only person who can really always help you no matter what is the holy spirit right and his words yes. the holy spirit holding us accountable yeah. holding us accountable. Yeah. That's, really good. Mm-hmm. that's really good yeah mm-hmm. and i liked what chris said about about we should get into the word we got to get into the word and yet it's not works. No. Yep. We're getting into the word for our own self. Yes. Yes. For us, we need the word and we need to get into the word. It's it's food for, for our it, Holy it Spirit. Yeah. yeah. To be strong. Right. Yeah. Well, and it's, it's like, how do you, if you are in a marriage, how do you connect with your spouse if you're not willing to spend time, right. you know, yeah. and, and the word of God and prayer, that is how you connect with God. That's how you deepen your relationship with him. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's impossible to grow with God if you're not willing to have time with him, 100%. you know, like yep. mm-hmm. that's any relationship. Yeah. If you don't put the time right. in, yeah. you're not going to be close to somebody. Right. So that's the same with, why do we think it's different with the Bible with the, you know, in, in the Holy spirit? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. the same thing. It's yep. whatever you put into it. That's what you're going to get. But with the Holy spirit, he's extra cool. Whatever you put into it, he like multiplies tenfold and yes. even more out of it. Yeah. So it's like, what are we doing? Why aren't we doing that? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, hello. <laughs> that's awesome. I know. I think too, um, I have, I like how you were saying too, like we need to open up that word accountability and not make it seem like it's a bad thing. Because I, so the one thing I do struggle with, and I've talked about this before in the podcast is um, sometimes I have a hard time like, getting real, getting raw with God, because I'm afraid of being exposed. Mm. It's just who I, you know, it's just who I am by nature, you know, and, um, and so a lot of times I'll try to put on like a, um, a faux attitude or a fa, you know, what is it? A fausse, fausse. Anyway, facade and, um, and so there's times where, um, it's weird. I, I don't know why I think that I can outsmart God or dupe him into <laughs> thinking that I'm like, oh yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm good. Totally yeah. good. Totally good. And he's like, no, let's, let's, let's talk. Mm-hmm. It's okay. Yeah. You're fine. And for some reason it's that exposure, like, oh, see, you're, it's that being spo- exposed, like I'm not perfect mm-hmm. or, um, I do have flaws mm-hmm. and it's, and it's weird because, um, I guess that's one of the deep seated lies that I think the enemy kind of, it's not even something that I think about. I think it's just so ingrained into my soul and it needs to be completely, removed Mm -hmm. and it can only be done through healing by the holy spirit you know Mm -hmm. through going to god through allowing him to have open heart surgery but it's one of those things where it's like um i i so trust in the lie of the enemy that if i am caught Mm -hmm. or if i'm exposed or if i'm not perfect then i will be rejected Mm -hmm. because ultimately my greatest fear is the fear of rejection Mm -hmm. and so it's but it's going to take boldness it's going to take courage mm, to faith. yes yeah and you know i like uh joyce meyer says do it afraid yeah do it afraid i love it yep I you know and so it's i think it's that again going to accountability let's open the word up mm-hmm. it's not it's not a horrible word it's not a bad word mm-hmm. it shouldn't have a negative connotation to it um God wants to hold you accountable, mm-hmm. not because you're wrong and you're you're being punished, but he mm-hmm. wants to hold you accountable to who he created you to ultimately be. Because he Even, knows who sorry, he knows who you are and mm-hmm. that he just wants you to keep being there. And the more yeah. we try to like hide it because like you said, when you said your your biggest fear is the rejection, again, yeah. that's like to be bad to me is that's I'm gonna be rejected. I'm bad. You know what I mean? So yes, I mean, and it's such a lie, I think he holds so many people in so they he they don't continue 
growing yeah. and getting past yes. that life. So they just keep, so we become better and become the, the children that God wants us to be. I mean, he has a purpose, destiny, and plan for us. And the devil is trying to squash that purpose, destiny, and plan by holding us into those lies and then covering up with a little more pride and a little more of this and a little mm -hmm. more of that. So the more we we get into the word and rip these things off and get the better. Yeah. When I think that another word that goes with that is vulnerability. Yeah. Is being vulnerable with like ourselves, being vulnerable like in with the Holy Spirit and with mm -hmm. God and being vulnerable in that in those moments because what you were just saying, like sometimes not why that, but like having that vulnerability is actually the true comfort that we're gonna get mm -hmm. from the Holy Spirit yeah. afterwards. Yeah. In those moments of feeling. And maybe that's that. why like when we go and we like eat Cheetos and we binge and we like crawl in bed, it's what we're doing is we're trying to fill a void Yes, that only, that only that God only, can fill. Yes. You know, he wants to be our peace in yes. that. He mm -hmm. wants to be our comfort in that. And I think that's where the faith comes in is that we have to trust that God's going to be, the Holy Spirit is there for us, that that it's okay to let that guard down or to like not fill that with something else that God's got us. God loves us. God, we, we are his children. He's He's called us. Uh, and and that's where I'm like, I God keep, keeps bringing up like, where's your faith, Brittany? Where's mm. your faith? When I, when I kind of go down that road, he's like, Where's your faith that I'm here for you? Where's your faith that I won't let you fall? Where's your faith that I love you no matter what? You know what I mean? Yeah. And and because sometimes, I, where is where's our faith in that? And 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 not in condemnation. I don't think he's condemning me. Right. But it's like, yeah, he's gonna challenge you. He's he's challenging. Yeah. I'm like, you're right. Like, yeah. where's my faith? Right. Like I, I'm like my my. I know I know what the word is, and I need to be. That's where that's why it's you keep reading it because it you just you remind yourself. It's good. Um. One of the words, too, that came up tonight that I thought was a pretty powerful word, and I think both you ladies mentioned it before, but it's victim. Mm. And um, I think the enemy loves to keep us in that victim mindset by convincing us of his lies. Yep. And, um, you know, God created us. We're more than conquerors. Mm -hmm. You know, we are victorious. Um, the, I think it's the Message Bible says this in... Um, in Revelations, where it talks about um, those who are victorious will sit with the Lord. You know, I think it's like Rome, uh, Revelations chapter three, but you know, like we're seated with him in heavenly places. We're not like if we are, um, the spirit also, or the Bible also talks about that we're one spirit with him, you know? So it's like, how can we really agree with the enemy that we are victims? because that's contrary to who we are. Oh, we are we're identified with the Lord. We're identified with Jesus. We're identified with his resurrection. So I think a challenge for ourselves too is when we find ourselves, you know, um, believing in his lies and we find ourselves, you know, caving to um, our flesh is we're not lining up with who we naturally, like who we truly are. Yeah. You know, we are, um, victorious in mm -hmm. every aspect of life and mm -hmm. why are we behaving less than, yes. you know? Um, I have victory over fear of rejection. You have victory over fear of rejection mm -hmm. as well. Mm -hmm. You know, like we yeah. all have victory over that. So what does it look like then to live a life victorious? Mm -hmm. Like what is, I wanna hear your, your opinions on or what your thoughts are. What does that look like for each of us? I'm looking at you, oh, Peggy. You <laughs> <laughs> well, that's 
that's when you cast down the imaginations and every high thing that exalts oh, itself yeah. against the knowledge of God. Yeah. And to put every thought captive mm-hmm. and to, you know, because that's our spiritual warfare. Right. Is it's in the mind. It's in the mind. Yeah. In between these two, you know, yeah. because it is, it's in the mind. And, um, you know, when, when you get a thought, you could say, okay, who said that? Yeah. You know, like yeah. who said that? Yep. Did I say that? Sometimes I do. It's mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Or is it the devil? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not God saying, you know, um, oh, you're so whatever. Yeah. Thoughts that you, you know, mm-hmm. say to yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if it's not God and you know it's not and it's not you, but it could be, then it's it, or it could be the devil. Yeah. So you cast that down and say, no, um, say if the devil said or you or the devil says, you know, well, you're you. You know, you could never do that. Well, then you just it's gonna, say to you know. Yeah, yes, it's going to be what I can, you. I can yeah, do all things yes. through Christ. It's going to be whatever you put your agreement to. So, right. are you going to put your agreement into the lies of the right. enemy, or are you going to put your agreement to right. what God has already spoken over you, what God has already done for you? No, I can do that because I'm more than a conqueror. Right. That I am victorious. That you've called me as your your child. Um, and so, yeah, and sometimes speaking it out loud too. Yeah. Like when you, when yeah. you are getting that, like, like right. you said, it's mm-hmm. casting out his imagination. Sometimes you need to speak it right. out loud yeah. to shut that down. That's so true. And I think that's like taking our authority. Oh, you know, is. another part of like using our authority that we have to yes. say, mm-hmm. like, yeah. you know, our choice of saying, when is like enough enough? You know, how right. long are we going to believe these lies and be in that hole and sit there in this and be this victim and sit in there until we're like, no. I am, this is not who I am. This is not who God has called me to be. And we rise up and make that mm-hmm. choice yes. to yeah. say enough is enough and to take that authority mm-hmm. and to take what is ours. Mm-hmm. Exactly what Chris said, what we right. already have, what God has already declared for us. Yes. yes. And right. victimhood actually stops our, what God called us, what our destiny is. It stops our destiny. Yeah. So the longer we allow those thoughts and those things to keep us held down in victimhood, the longer it's going to be to you go where God called us to go and do what God called us to do. And, and that's where we have to take our authority. So. Yeah. And the devil loves that. That's what yes, he wants. Cause he wants to goal. stop us because, mm-hmm. and, and honestly too, I even think about it as, as even in children and all these young adults and all these young people that it's like, he wants to disguise himself mm-hmm. in so many different mm-hmm. ways because he's trying to take them out already yeah. why they're already, their hearts are pure mm-hmm. and why they're already, you know, innocent in these things. And it's like, it's so important to just, I think for everyone and for even our children to know what the Holy Spirit, you know, yeah. and to tell them, they're like, no, you don't have to live this right. way. You don't, you don't have to keep this as your choice, as right. your only option. Yeah. You know, I think so many young people think that's their only option. This is all I have. Mm-hmm. This is all I believe. This is all I, all I'm getting. Yeah. This is all that's filtering through is, is the negative, yep. is the flesh, is the mm-hmm. lies. Yep. And I think it's so huge just to make sure to keep, you know, empowering us Christians and empowering our children and empowering the young people that know this is not your only choice yes. right. and you're not stuck here. Right. And that your authority, you have the authority to come out of this yes. and what Jesus has, God has done and for us. And speaking that over your children, when your children, yes. that's something that I, I try to do is when they start to speak something negative about themselves or just like, I'm like, nope, that's not true. You're this. Because mm-hmm. that's what God calls you. That's yeah. what it says yep. in the Bible. Yep. And it's getting to be where, um, even over sickness, even with your with health, like my children will literally say like, oh, you, oh, like, oh, you're coughing, or oh, you're are oh, are you are you're are you're sick right now? Are you sick? And my my girls are like, um, no, I'm not sick. 
I might be coughing right now, but I'm not sick. I, I'm not sick. I'm healthy in Jesus name. And they're saying that to people and, and almost getting like a little, like, I'm like, okay, let's not fight with people, you know, but you can say that I'm healthy in Jesus name, but just declaring that those things over your children yeah. in real time as they're saying it and not in a, you know, just in a combative way, just be like, no, that's not true. That's not who you are. Right. And so when they keep hearing those things, they're, they'll start speaking about themselves yeah. as well. You know, and it's it's from day one, the enemy has been using the same tactic. Mm. It's the yep. same tactic mm -hmm. from from day one. I, I remember reading in this book where um, this author was talking about when, you know, Satan, uh, when he was the the snake and he was in the garden mm. of Eden and he approached Eve and he's quest like, did God really say, mm -hmm. you know, did God really say that? So he's causing her to doubt herself. Mm -hmm. And then he's like, you know, surely you will not die. God, basically, and I'm paraphrasing, basically, you'll be like him. Mm -hmm. So then not only did he get her to be convinced to doubt her herself, but he also convinced her that God is holding out on her, mm. that she can't trust him. Mm. So here he is coming in two different ways. A, yep. I'm going to make you doubt yourself. And then B, I'm going to make you doubt God and yep. that he wants the best for you. Mm -hmm. And so I think that maybe that's a good um a, a good way to or a good tool to use when these lies start coming into our head and we start questioning like okay what's going on here okay am i am i doubting myself and yeah. am i believing that god is holding out on me or that god doesn't want the best for me because if That's i good. if i if those two things are are showing as true or showing like okay i'm seeing a pattern here in my thought process then i know that this is the enemy attacking right now mm -hmm. i know that that he's lying right now to me mm -hmm. and i don't want to to believe this it's like you said it's bringing your thoughts captive to the obedience mm -hmm. of christ and it's humbling yourself repenting like lord i'm agreeing with what the mm -hmm. enemy is saying and i repent mm -hmm. father what is your truth in this yes you know like speak your truth and i think sometimes we can also have behaviors and attitudes that become our dipstick so mm -hmm. to speak, yeah. Is when all of a sudden you're like behaving a way that you know is fun, that you know isn't right, that it's you're partnering with what the lie of the enemy is. You're you. That's how it helps catch yourself too. You're like, I know these are some of my behaviors. So all of a sudden you're like, whoa, I'm doing this again. Yeah. I, I must not be part of. It. So that will help you stop and repent and and ask for God's truth in that moment. Right. So sometimes also you can be, we can be watching for our behaviors that we yes. know we have walked in before right and the more you catch it and the more you realize it and see it you just you start catching it faster and faster yeah 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 and something too i wanted to just i feel it's important to elaborate on is um the word repent is another word yes. that has such a negative connotation connotation on it and um and it's it's such a beautiful word mm -hmm. because it's literally what you're doing is you're just i'm no longer believing the lies i'm believing in god mm -hmm. that is and i'm going to live a life and my mm -hmm. actions my behavior everything about who i am is going to be living a life according to god his will for me and what his word says mm -hmm. it's not I messed up again. I need to repent because I messed up again. Yeah, I'm garbage. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's not that. that at all. It's just God saying, "Hey, that's that's not who you are. Mm -hmm. That's not who I created so you to be." Turn around and walk this way because yeah. this is who I did create you. Yeah, to be. you know, like don't go over there because that's going to be destruction for you. Come with me. Mm -hmm. I, I, I've got your back. Mm -hmm. You know. Absolutely. And so it's just it all it it literally wrote, repentance is is you're coming into agreement and alignment and belief. Mm -hmm. in God and what he has for and your really, life. And really, how much freedom do we feel when we do that? Yes, You're, it's every always time. A, yeah. It's always freedom. You feel mm -hmm. light. You feel better. There's always freedom. Right. Always. always. Yeah. Always. 
And for some reason, we always feel for, like, yeah, like either the exposure thing, or I'm going to have something taken away from me, or I don't want to repent because if I repent, it means I can never do it again. Oh. It, like it's pride. It, no. And I think it's like how, how easily we forget that, that freedom feeling. So like, feel, why yeah. do we forget that? Because it's like that freedom is the best. Why do we forget that the next time? Like, yeah. so again, just the Holy Spirit and his word, because I think that kind of stuff will just help you remember, no, if I repent, I'm going to, I'm going to feel that freedom. Yeah. I don't yeah. need to hold on to this pride or hold on to this thing. That's awesome. And then, so one of the last things too, um, you know, we talked about humbling ourselves, having a strong pursuit of the Lord is something that um, Chris talked about as well too. And I think we've been diving in just yeah. throughout our entire conversation of how, you know, when you, as you pursue the Lord and you you spend time with him and you make it this, um, you, you do it on purpose, you yeah. know, like you do it on purpose. I have to on purpose choose to date my husband. Yes. You have to on purpose choose to spend you know time with God and, and prayer and in his word. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's but it's pursuit. It's an action. It's a dedication. You know, when someone is like I, I'm thinking of like a warrior going out and pursuing, you know, somebody mm-hmm. and he's got a mission. Mm. He's got a focus. He's dedicated. You know, uh, when a man is pursuing a woman, he's got a mission. He's focused. He's (laughs) dedicated. He's pursuing her. You know, he's trying to woo her. Mm. And, um, and so to have that same mindset and to, to adapt that as a lifestyle in each of our lives is so important to continuously pursue him and understand that as you pursue him, you're going to become more like him. Mm. And, and then all of a sudden, you're, you're, we're not going to recognize ourselves as victims anymore. We're going Amen. to recognize ourselves and see ourselves in the mirror as reflections of him and who mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. And we're going to find um, our own beauty that's so far more fantastic than anything that this world could even offer. And he, it's, it's weird and it's sad that we try to compare ourselves to the garbage that the world tells us is beauty yeah. instead of yes. going to him mm-hmm. and just letting him like, yeah, God, God is beauty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's not Amen. just beautiful, but he is beauty. Mm-hmm. He created, um, he created beauty for like, I don't know. I think of nature and I think of flowers and I think of all that stuff. And it's like, he, he actually created that mm-hmm. for us to bring us joy, to bring us pleasure mm-hmm. in life. And so, but how much more beautiful did he create mankind? How much more yeah. beautiful did he create his daughters? Mm-hmm. That you look at a rose and still a woman's beauty will forever surpass the beauty of a rose. Mm-hmm. And yet, why are we constantly pursuing something that is so unattainable, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. Because it's a lie. It's yeah. another lie. Mm-hmm. And so, um, yeah, I just, I what I thought was so challenging in such a great way about Chris's message was it caused, it definitely caused me to do a lot of self-reflection. Yeah. It caused me to, to recognize, you know, like little lies that I believe throughout the day, every single day, mm-hmm. but it also caused me to really have to dig in deep. So these little lies are really a little manifestations of a bigger lie that's mm-hmm. probably on the inside of me that I need to really focus on and get with God and let's work through together. Mm-hmm. So what were some other ways that Chris's message like really just kind of ministered to you guys? So when you're talking about like Chris talked about constantly pursuing God. So f- this this is just I guess this is Chris. The one thing that he always does is he's constantly changing. He's constantly growing. He is not the same as he was last year 
from this year. He's yeah. not the same. He was a month ago. Like yeah. he is continuously growing and changing. And that's something that um, to me is very like, I'm like, I, that's, who, that's who I want to be. I want to be mm. someone who's because God's continually calling us to grow. If we're staying stagnant, then we're not pursuing. Yeah. So I think it's directly related our pursuing God and pursuing the word and pursuing um, his face and the spirit and what he has for us is directly um, proportionate to us growing and continue continuing to change. If we're not pursuing, we're going to get, we're going to flatline on our growth. Yeah. We're not going to be trending up. Yeah. So, so it's that, that's why it's so important. We, I, I do not want to look at myself from a, a year, a year ago and go, Oh, I'm pretty much the same. I yeah. had nothing's changed. Yep. I like, I don't want to look at myself a month ago and not see change and grow. Right. So I think if we constantly want to grow and change, then we have to constantly be in pursuit. And I think that is Chris's secret to his growing and changing is he never lets up on his pursuit. Yeah. So that's, that's inspiration to me to be like, I want to keep changing. So I cannot let go on my pursuit. Yeah. I, it's like dog with the bone. Yeah. Don't let yeah. go of that and, pursuit. And he's always, he's always humble. Mm. You know, either he is humble or he's humbling himself, you mm -hmm. know? And I do think that he, um, that's one of the things that I've kind of learned from him as well too, is he always has this mindset of, um, he's so quick to humble himself. Mm -hmm. You know, he's so quick to humble himself before the Lord. And in fact, that was, you know, at the end of the the service, the end of the message, he kind of gave us homework. Yeah. He's like, for the next 30 days. Yeah. The See next how much 30 it changes days. your life. Yeah. And I liked how he just used an example in front of everybody. You know, he's like, this is how I do it. And he, he, in front of the congregation, he gets on his knees and he's just, Lord, I love you. I surrender my heart to you. I want your will and not my will. Lord, I just love you so much. And it literally was a 10 second prayer. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. we can do that in the shower. Yep. You know, I, I, I actually, okay, I mean, so Chris is my dad, so I, I have heard the humbling <laughs> thing for a lot. So I, I actually practice that as, as well. And honestly, I don't even, my feet don't touch the floor before I humble myself. That's I actually, awesome. I don't just like get on my knees. I'm in bed still. I'm, yeah. I'm still laying there and I'm humbling myself before the Lord. Yeah. Lord, I humble myself before at your feet. I want your will for my life, not my own. Um, teach me to function the way you created me to function. Um, teach me to honor my husband, to love my children, to be the leader of leader you leader of leaders you called me to be. Thank you for your supernatural wisdom, um, your supernatural peace, your super, supernatural joy in my life, and then kind of little other added on yeah. things. But that's my every that right there is my every day. And honestly, I mean that portion of it is probably a minute or two. It again, like yeah, I add other things, yeah. but it's very it's it's such a small exercise. But I see change yeah. since I yeah. I mean since I started doing it constantly. I mean, before it was here and there when I remember now, I just said, so then I started doing it right when I woke up, right before I even got up. I'm yeah. like, why do I have yeah. to be like, have my Bible open and have my notepad open and then get on my mm -hmm. knees for me? I, like that wasn't always feasible. So then I would miss it and not do it. Now I'm like, I'm just going to do it. Why, right as I'm open my eyes, right as I'm waking up, I can be laying here. Why can't, yeah, God's with me. Why I can be laying here. So you guys, it can be as easy and as simple as doing it while you're laying down in bed. Right. So, well, and like you said too, like that two minutes, mm -hmm. God, can you turn it into a tenfold thing? Yep. You know, yep. like, so. God, it's, and God always ends up showing me something and there ends up being a little bit something different. And, and cause God works that way. Watch me have to deal with something or there's a little <laughs> bit of a struggle later in my day. And God brings back to my, remember, remember this morning? Yeah. So, I mean, how, how often does that happen to me? Yeah. I'd say pretty often. <laughs> well, and I think it's good too, because it's, it's almost like a due north. So you wake up in the morning mm -hmm. and you say that you humble yourself and you say your quick morning prayer mm -hmm. before you even get out of bed, mm -hmm. but it's almost, it automatically connects your mind to, to God. And yep. so like throughout the rest of the day, you're constantly hearing from him. Mm -hmm. You know, you recognize his voice. 
place and I just, it sets you up for success. It puts me in like a posture of already just like yeah. going to God. My listening ears are open. I, I'm waiting for what you have for me today because I know you have something. So yeah, it, it that has been for me life-changing when I really, when I stopped making it for me, because for a while it was, it was like, it was my thing. And I, my, like, I, it was a work. It was a mm. little bit of a work yeah. when I was first doing it. And I, like, I had to do it during my Bible time. And when I changed my thought patterns on that, when I was like, I'm just going to do it right away right, right when I first wake up. So I always do it. So I always take that moment and it has set me up. And since, since I doing that, I've seen a change. So that's awesome. Yeah. What about you ladies? Anything else that maybe Chris's message spoke to your heart about or? Oh, well, definitely like, sorry, I didn't know what the quote was. Oh, <laughs> you thought it was about the homework thing. Yeah. Still, no, humbling. Just, like, yeah. I think for sure. Um, his message like definitely spoke was, Honestly, too, just just the whole for sure the lies, you know, that was yeah. a big thing for me, and just um, you know, the emotional part of it, you know, like I said, that I I definitely run more on my emotions and stuff, and so just to really make sure that I'm not allowing my flesh, allowing my emotions to rule over my spirit, man, and to really be able to step back and really say like wait a minute. Yeah. Am I in my flesh or in my spirit right now? Yeah. It's almost like really what I gather to is like just that self check. You know, and also even what brings it to is, is the constant always changing, mm -hmm. continue, even, like, even if you do mess up being vulnerable, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. It's okay that you mess up. It's okay that you don't have everything right right now. It's okay that you maybe don't feel, you know, that you have everything together or whatever it might be. It's okay. But just keep moving forward. Mm -hmm. Keep pressing in. Keep yes. moving forward. Keep allowing, you know, to be your hands held with Jesus and with God and to just walk that with him. And I think that's the biggest thing is just to continue to keep pressing in and to really just that it's okay that sometimes we're going to be in our flesh, but to stop ourselves and to again, repent, right. turn away, you know, and keep pressing in and keep pressing forward and really being with the Holy spirit. That's and, awesome. And what I would say too, is, is it's, it's not these moments where we mess up. Like you said, like, cause it, we're going to mess up. Yep. We're going to face trials and tribulations. We're going, we're never going to be perfect. We're, we're humans. We're not God. So we're always, but those are less, I think, I don't even want to go into sin, but less of a, an issue or less of a problem as much as if we stop pushing forward and stop pressing in that to me is the ultimate fail like yeah, I mean, i'm not yeah. trying to put any condemnation but like because we're gonna mess up but as long as we keep humbling ourselves and pressing ourselves right. forward that's what god wants god's not expecting perfection god's not yeah. expecting us not to mess up even 14 times a day he's yeah. not 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 expecting that what he wants for us is to just keep pressing forward humbling ourselves and running to him to be able to go to be able to get to the next level and so. then that's where change manifests through that yes. you know then change does happen and change sees and people around you like wow, there's something different about you, you mm -hmm. know, and people start to see that change through that. Don't let your mistakes stop you. Don't let your mistakes halt you. Don't let your, your, you feel like you're failing. Something that I also used to struggle with is uh, fear of failure. So I would just, I, I felt like I was failing. So I just would, it's almost like I would hide away from God even. Mm -hmm. Like I would, you know what I mean? Just like, like, like you said, you would like, you almost like try to like, like God knows what am I, who, who am I right. hiding from? <laughs> but um, letting anything stop, like letting those, don't let that stop you. Don't let mistakes stop no. you. Don't like messing up stop you. Just, just humble yourself. Just first, like you said, repent. It's not a dirty word. It's so good. Just so you can keep pressing forward right. and keep going towards what God has for you. That's awesome. Peggy, do you want to bring it home? Well, <laughs> she's got her notes out. I do. Well, um, 
I was thinking about um, when, um, I'm not sure what scripture it is, but it's for those who um, are led by the flesh, it's death. Mm. But those who are led by the spirit, it's life and it's peace. Oh, that's and that's just, yeah. you know, it's just, and we are supernatural beings. We're not current, we're, we, we are not, yeah. you know, flesh beings. We're supernatural. And so we have the power mm-hmm. to press in to to continue and to to pursue God and to yeah live I, I love the, that about peace that's yeah. what I was just I was going to say that peace I'm like oh my gosh when any he, t- he talked about it Chris yeah. talked about fear and anxiety he talked about yeah, people walking in did. anxiety you want that peace you want the peace right. that lasts more than medication or whatever mm-hmm. else is going to help you the real peace is going to be pressing in and exactly. and and living yep. in the spirit and not the flesh yeah. mm-hmm. that's where supernatural even in the midst of major, major problems working everything out there is some big there's problems there's stuff we're walking through it's not that i'm like everything's solved things aren't necessarily solved Mm -hmm. and perfect but god pressing into god i can have supernatural peace in the midst of a storm god's not going to pull us out just out of the storm he's going to walk with us through the storm giving us a supernatural peace yes giving us his ideas giving us his supernatural wisdom He's not going to take you from your circumstances. He's going to change you in the midst of them. In the midst yeah. of it. And that's how we grow. I yeah. mean, walking through the fire, like you said, the yeah. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Yeah. Walking through the fire with him with us, that is how, that's that's how we grow and get stronger as well. So, Amen. but we can do it with a supernatural peace. We don't have to be running around freaking out. You didn't see Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego screaming around, running around <laughs> in the fire. Nope. They were at peace. Yeah. You know, they were, they were chill. Yeah. We can have supernatural peace and it comes from the spirit. Amen. That's awesome. Well, before we close out, I would just love to um, lead us all in prayer. Yeah. If you guys don't mind. Um, So Father God, Lord, we just thank you so much for this day, this opportunity, Lord. We just thank you for everyone who is listening. And Lord, we just thank you that you're always there. We thank you that you don't hold out on us. We thank you that you speak life and love and truth because it's all of who you are, God. And we thank you that you have made us all in your image. Father, we just love you and we honor you. Lord, um, I just feel challenged to, and I don't want it to be a a continuous challenge, but I I feel challenged to pursue you more and more and more. And I want it to get to the point where it just becomes who I am. I I will forever pursue you because that is part of who I am and it will forever be. And Father, we, again, we just love you and we thank you, Jesus. We believe you, we trust you, and we honor you. And Holy Spirit, we just submit our ways to you. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. So everybody, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, If you want to check us out, you can uh, check us out on Spotify. We are on, I think, Apple Podcast. Uh, We're on YouTube, uh, Downtown Christian Church here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, Again, thank you so much. And we would love to see you next Wednesday. Same bat time, same bat channel. Have a good one. Bye.